Brought to you by AFIA Sports Training, committed to developing the sporting potential of future players in the U.S., U.K., and across the world. Check them out at afiasportstrg.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up, talking rugby in Midtown Manhattan at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34. I'm Matt McCarthy, and I am here with Steve Lewis in the studio. Stephen, welcome. Good afternoon. Stephen, we have a special guest on the horn. We have Mr. Adrian Balfour of the uh, Major League Rugby Champion Seattle Seawolves. And Mr. Balfour has been under some fire, or the organization has been under some fire, in, in speculation about uh, controversy, despite the fact that they won the championship. And we just wanted to get him on the horn and direct these things directly. Sure. Or, confr- or talk about these things. Absolutely. Today. Looking forward to hearing, you know, from the horse's mouth, what Adrian uh, was going to say and update us on what's going on in Seattle. Looking forward to it. On that note, uh, welcome, Adrian. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, you don't. You look relatively relaxed for a guy that's apparently under fire. The organization's under fire. There's a lot of people out there saying that there's lawsuits, there's uh, lack of harmony and affections and all that stuff. What do you have to say to all that, Jazz? Um, vast majority, but it's just nonsense. Um, Seattle SeaWolves are a pretty cohesive team. We operate like a family. Um, the management team, I think, is second to none in the league. I do think that SeaWolves are the best. Uh, led t- organization uh, in the league and we have knocked pretty much every metric out of the park and um, take a look at ticket sales last year take a look at merchandise sales last year take a look at online viewer audience take a look at participation and take a look at the trophy so um sea wolves have proved it on the field and off it so there's there is there anything to any lawsuits or or, or pending litigation that uh, is actually accurate or or significant in terms of Hindering you guys going forward? There's nothing significant that that that's going to impact the team or or the organization at all. Um, you know, if this is the United States, this is America. Anyone can sue for anything. It doesn't really have to be, um, you know, uh, uh, anything dramatic. So we have two lawsuits that have been fired against us. One was with uh, Tony Healy, who was the coach we tried to bring in for last season. Uh, his visa was denied by the INS, so the Immigration Service denied his visa. Therefore, we couldn't employ him. Uh, because the Immigration Service denied the visa, he's decided to sue SeaWolves. We'll, we'll see how that goes. I just don't really see the connection there. Um, and then uh, we have 18, 19 investors who are based in Washington. The community is behind us. Those investors are behind us. We have one investor who doesn't live in Washington, and that guy, for some reason, is trying to sue us for something rather but we'll we'll get into that over the over the course of the lawsuits and um, deal with them as as and when we can so all systems are go in seattle and the rumors of your demise are unfounded completely unfounded okay um seattle is strong um, the bulk of our squad is re-signed for next season um, we have brought in a couple of um uh, imports and um, from uh, New Zealand and South Africa for next season. Uh, I think the fans will be really excited to see those guys uh, in action. And we have also um, just recently signed our new head coach. And who is that head coach? Breaking news today, Anthony Newman from Western Province. Excellent, excellent. He's Western Province Academy. Academy. Provincial, Cur- Western Curry Province Cup, yeah. is the Curry Cup 
Yeah. Western Proms is the Curry Cup setup. Um, and Anthony has been leading their um, academy uh, under 21 development program there. Um, and also he's been the head coach at Hamilton's, which is uh, one of the larger uh, clubs in Cape Town. Talking about personnel, Adrian, a key guy that recently re-signed, um, Phil Mack, who was the captain last year, player coach, as we discussed, and um, terrific all-round competitor, terrific all-round rugby guy. So that's a key piece of the puzzle. You must be pretty happy with having him back on board. Yeah, no, I'm very happy to have Phil back on board. He's, uh, he's an incredible player, leads from the front, uh, work ethic is incredible, and uh, very vocal around the field, and very hard to defend against, especially if, uh, if you're a, a loose forward. Um, so we're we're great to have Phil back. We're we're great to have the core of the squad are coming back. Um, Seattle runs like a family. We 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 work together. We work hard for each other, and uh, and, and I'm glad to see that the effort that everyone's put in as an organization is uh, attracting these guys to come back. So uh, terrific. Just in terms of um, additions and submissions to the roster. So is Ray Barkle gone? Another sort of um, veteran Canadian player. Um, looks like he's not on the roster. Yeah. Yeah, Ray's not on the roster for next year. Ray's really working with Rugby Canada and driving forward to bring Canada into the World Cup. Fair enough. And do you have um, any big-name signings coming in from abroad or anywhere else that are going to be additions to your roster this coming season? Yeah, we have a, we have a couple of um, signings. Um, I mentioned we're having two come in from New Zealand. One of them is a Fijian international. Um, uh, and they both play at ITM Cup or Meter 10 Cup. And... Um, uh, you've also got two guys coming in from South Africa. I haven't, I'm not going to announce their names today, but there'll be press releases on those guys pretty shortly. Okay. Uh, are they as indecipherable as Rikert Hatting? That would be my question. The world's, the world's um, best Afrikaner accent. By the way, you're supposed to roll the R on it because I, I, I got instructed on how to say it. You mean Rikert. 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 Hatting. Yeah. You might get one or two, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like things are good. How does the Canadian border going away affect you guys? Um, you know, it makes it easier a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think it really just opens up MLR to North American rugby. And it provides opportunities for the Canadian guys to play anywhere in the U.S. and, and, and vice versa. So I think that in it of itself is, is, is a big step forward for MLR. Um, you know, obviously, if you're going to have Canadians come down and play for a U.S. team, they still have to get approved by the Immigration Naturalization Service. So there's a cost associated with that. So, you know, Seattle is naturally incented to use U.S. players. But, you know, with uh, BCRU on our doorstep, it becomes um, those are our local clubs. Um, Seattle Saracens play in BCRU. That's our local league. And, and we work closely with that league to provide opportunities for players. Yeah, so just to clarify there for uh, people may, may not understand, so Canadians obviously are foreigners in terms of the INS, as we've discussed, but um, the MLR has made a decision um, to look on Canadian players, uh, not to count them against foreigners in terms of salary cap and uh, limitations on match day rosters. That's the distinction. People weren't picking it up. Um, on the Canadian front, um, Ontario uh, seemed to be very, very, very close to participating. Um, obviously, they've been active. We're, we're very familiar with Mark Winokur, Bill Webb. Ha, ha, is there any news on, are they close or what's going on there? Do you have any insight on that? Yeah, I met with Bill in Toronto when they played Glendale um, the other weekend. Um, they have a good team, they have a good organization. And, you know, I know that they're in close discussions with the commissioner to gain entry to the league so they can play come January. 
And um, I understand that those discussions are progressing very well. And, you know, if they go well uh, and continue to, to, you know, to work, I look forward to seeing them in the league next year. I've got um, to, but again, I've got that's to, the discussion between Bill and the commissioner. I've got to ask the question as the, as an American, why not call them the Toronto arrows? It's really their, their Talk decision. Their, uh, I know, but I'm just from a marketing standpoint, uh, Toronto's a major league mm-hmm. or a, it's a it's a major sports hub in three um, professional sports. If not three, it's four actually, right? They've got well, no, the the NFL is not in Toronto, but it's associated with a um, a big time sports town. Why not call it Toronto? I'm just saying. Oh, it's really it's really up to them, right? Um, you, you don't call everything Boston; you call it New England. I mean, they're they're looking to. A, there's a couple of things I think they're trying to do. One is that they've come out of the Ontario provincial program, so they have long, it's a lot of the same guys, a lot of the same people. And perhaps they see that's their regional identity that they're looking for rather than a city identity. And you go back and forth on that. But it, was the, it was more of a rhetorical question, yeah. Steve. I understand right. that it's, you know, and, oh, I, I, and nobody's ever going to watch, the, and no team in New England's ever going to win, and no team is going to be followed by, like, called the New England Patriots. That's sarcasm. Fair anyway. Enough. Okay, point taken, but I'm just saying, I'm still sticking to my guns on this one. I think they should be the Toronto Arrows, but don't sling them toward me, Toronto, or Ontario. Uh, Adrian, uh, Matthew Drew Turner, is he going to be driving 15 passenger vans after your uh, championship party in year two? <laughs> Matt's coming back. Yeah, Matt, Matt's a great guy. He plays, he plays very hard, he trains very hard, and he's a great leader on and off the field, so Matt's back. Well, that was the amazing thing after the championship. You guys won the championship, and I, I go over to offer him a beer. He says, no, I can't. I'm like, okay. I thought it was just, you know, because of a training thing or something. Ten minutes later, he's pulling up. He's driving the 15-passenger van to take the people back to the hotel. Cool. That's the sort of guy he is. All right, Steve, final questions for Mr. Adrian under fire Balfour. Um, so you have New York for sure coming in. You've got potentially Ontario coming in. Um. My question would be, and then 2020, you've got New England Free Jacks, and you've got Atlanta, and potentially one other. What do you think right now is the optimum number of teams? How, how many teams can rugby in North America support, in your opinion? I think we have to be careful not to expand too quickly. I think you've got potentially 12 teams, maybe 13 coming in. Um, and there could be a couple more, um, but I, I think after that, you really have to slow this down. Um, you know, the we have to grow and expand the player pool. We have to make sure there's opportunities for players. We have to um, improve some of the processes that operate and govern NLR. Um, and I think, you know, you just don't want to go too quickly, too fast. Um, so I think it's nice that the league is expanding. I think it's great to give multiple opportunities to multiple franchises. I think the sport is going to become much more mainstream, um, but we want to make sure that it's done in a very quality, predictable way um, so that you know we don't um, cause any issues. So I think it, it would be good to slow down after this next batch of uh, expansion. That would be my personal view. Will all of the teams that participated in year one participate in year two? And out of Vancouver, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas, which one of those teams may or may not be in 2020? 2021 well i mean i can't i don't i you know you can speculate as well as i can about 2021 
Um, but I'll tell you that all the teams that participated last year are all coming back, and we look forward to beating them again. But uh, no news on Los Angeles, Las Vegas, or Vancouver? Um, I, I, I'm not going to break news on, on, on the MLR expansion. Um, I'll just say that I think we want to make sure we, we grow slowly and that we put the brakes on a little bit um, in, in either years because we need to cement what we're doing and we need to build rugby in North America and make sure that all the processes are right, that the players are being treated really well, coaches are being treated really well, the fans are treated well, make sure we focus on getting stadiums full, getting TV sponsorships right, and getting those basic fundamental blocks together. And then we can expand out from there. But I think we want to make sure that we get some of these um, um, processes nailed down um, and, and built out and demonstrate success before we start expanding too, too much further. But yeah, no, it's going to be a fun season next year. There's... Um, Going to be, um, you know, all the teams are from last year are in. Uh, James from New York are coming in, and hopefully, if Toronto will be in for next season too, and we'll look forward to playing everyone and, and winning it again. Perfect, Stephen. Final thoughts? Uh, congratulations last year. Um, we all need this league to succeed. I think the first year was a terrific effort. Looking to see it grow uh, with a couple more teams, and uh, wish you all the best for a repeat. Likewise, and on that note, sir, thank you for coming in. We're calling in. Thank you, guys. It's uh, been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, no, I think there's a lot of rumors that go around um, in the circuit. But, um, you know, it's America. Anyone can sue for anything. And Seattle is very healthy. The players are very strong. The coaching staff is very strong. And the management team is second to none. So um, we'll be back next year, and we're going to win it again. Perfect. On that note, on behalf of Mr. Steve Lewis, Mr. Adrian Balfour, I'm Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. Welcome Rugby on Rugby Wrap-Up, signing off.